Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steve Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it. To make sure you're always getting new Going In Rock content, we're also available wherever fine podcasts are, including the iOS podcast app. And if you want to help Going In Raw and support the show uh, for a free and very fast way, um, you can uh, hop on that iOS podcast app on your iPad or your iPhone or whatever you're using and leave us a rating or a review. It really helps boost the profile of the show. I think like 90% of our audio uploads are done through the uh, iOS podcast. Yeah, a lot of them are. Mm -hmm. So um, that really helps the show. If you want another way you can support Going In Raw, you can head over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got a bunch of our friendos watching this as it happens as a live stream. All of our recaps are done for the patrons yes. in live stream format. Yes. Today's actually for the uh, dollar patrons. And up, yes. Yeah, and up, so that's awesome. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we have a bevy reward tiers. We're getting all sorts of great Twitter photos from people getting their Friendo care packages yes. finally. Yes. I've got a brand new list of some, uh, some of you have been reaching out saying, hey, I was a $20 and up patron back in June of 2016. Do I still get my Friendo care package? Of course you do. So I've got, I'm compiling the list of legacy patrons. You're doing great work, Steve. By all means, thank you. By all means, if you were a $20 and up patron at any time since we started our Patreon, even if you was just for one month, as long as we got your $20 or up pledge, yep. then you are eligible to receive one. I just want to make sure that I'm sending it to the right place, so I'm asking people to hit me up, direct message, verify your address, and what month and year you are a patron. Yes. You'll get your friend care package. Yes. It's really cool. We're also at Pro Wrestling Tees. I don't think the thing no, that doesn't work, but this does. Hey. Hey. We're going to talk a little about... Wait, was Baron Corbin nope. on the show last Oh, no Baron Corbin last no night. No Baron. Um, but anyways, this is a Baron Corbin-inspired t-shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in wrong. Yes. We also have Larson's face. When, and, and his phrase. And my catchphrase, yes. yes. Anyways, that's it. That's it. We're good. Let's talk about SmackDown. It's actually a pretty fun show. Now we'll talk about Truth Exposed. We've been discussing with uh, our pre-show patrons yeah. in the live chat, 
And then you and I have been discussing our new venture, Truth Exposed. Yes. I started talking to Lacey about it last night. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, you can be on that sometimes. She was like, sometimes. And I was like, crap, you want to be at all. So it might be you her, and Lacey. And then at that point, it was bringing Hilton and Chongo. It would be like the tree of woe, but yeah, truth exposed. Yeah, truth exposed now. <laughs> it's all conspiracy theories, man. It's great. Oh, man. Um, okay, let's talk about SmackDown. Yeah, let's talk about SmackDown. This is actually a pretty fun show. Hold on, let me let me look at the notes. They delivered really quick. last night after a quality pay-per-view. Oh yeah, Clash of Champions. Yeah, it will. Okay, so here's the thing: the show it was fun. It was completely inconsequential. Oh well, except for the opening statement. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. So it went a different route than I thought they were going to take with it. Okay, so let's talk about that. Daniel Bryan yeah. comes down. He opens the show with a promo. First of all, he uh, hypes the women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, Stephanie on Raw announced there was going to be a women's Rumble. Second, he announced the main event for the evening: uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Jinder Mahal taking on Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and AJ Styles. At that point, I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of an inconsequential show. Yeah. Um, but it was a fun show. Uh, Shane McMahon comes down. And that's when things really started happening. Yeah, so Shane explained. I liked how he framed this. He says he explained what was going through his head at Clash of Champions and what was going through his head essentially was just a recap of events. Yeah, when he didn't count the three on uh, uh, Zane's roll-up of Orton, he said, you know, right, as, right before my, my, my hand came down for the three count, I started flashing back in my mind. What Kevin Owens did to Vince, mm-hmm. headbutted him, beat him up. Yeah. Um, what Sami Zayn did at Hell in a Cell, pulling Owens off the announce table, so Shane missed the elbow off the top of the cage. Yeah. And uh, also Owens and Zayn um, double crossing Team SmackDown, causing SmackDown to lose at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he said, at that moment, my emotions got the best of me. Mm-hmm. But after you got in my face, I calmed down. I stepped back. Mm-hmm. And then he said, but Daniel Bryan, you need to explain what you did because it seems like your emotions got the better of you because you counted a really fast three count. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. how he went to his mic and did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry if that blew good. anybody's eardrums out. Yeah. Um, and so Daniel Bryan explained himself. said he did what he did to protect Shane from, his, from himself. Yeah. And he says uh, he took that job as a GM of SmackDown because – he and Shane had a shared vision of what SmackDown was going to be. Land of opportunity. Land of opportunity. And, uh, by the way, the crowd was firmly oh, 100%. on Daniel Bryan's side with this, and they would troll Shane a little bit here and there during this yes. exchange. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Daniel Bryan said this is the land of opportunity, and he says he, he says what, he brought up the phrase best for business. Because what you're saying is what I did wasn't best for business. I've heard that phrase, and I've had that phrase used against me before, and I don't want you to become to go from being Shane McMahon to Mr. McMahon, or from Shane O'Mac yeah. to Mr. McMahon. And uh, that gave Shane a, a moment of pause. Yeah, and he reflected, and then he said, "I trust you implicitly, Daniel. I wish you good luck with the show." But it's tonight. kind of like a passive-aggressive thing. It felt like to me, especially when he got out of the ring, and as he was exiting the ring, he, he kind of did this. Well, it was, I, I read it as, I'm not going to say passive-aggressive. I'm going to say, let me table this until I figure out what route I want to take with this guy. Hmm. Because it's obvious to me, and it's obvious on the, the look on his face was, this isn't over. 
I really need to digest yes. what he's saying, but I get the feeling that it's not going to be good for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And because that's a that was a it was a pretty deep dig, and it was it was made it was magnified by the crowd's reaction. Yes. And so Shane was a little bit humiliated, mm-hmm. and but he had to sort of calm himself, and then. And and say what he did just to get out of that moment. Yeah, but I mean, like his delivery in that last line, it it, it seemed maybe half genuine. It did. It did. No, it was. We're, we're we're in agreement on that. It was regardless. It was there was more to it than simply the words that he said. Yes, absolutely. I thought it was really really well done, mm-hmm. and it's. In, I have no idea where it's going to go. If, yeah, no. if Daniel Bryan had been cleared to to perform. Um, I would say, oh, this is leading to a match at Mania. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that's the case. Daniel Bryan was able to – he took a bump on Shane at the pay-per-view. That can't be understated. It's kind of like this New York Times article that aliens now exist. They're exposing the truth, Larson, like we're going to on our new podcast, Truth Exposed. But in the same manner, like this can't be understated. Daniel Bryan took kind of a bump. He kind of fell down on the Shane. And so I don't know if maybe he's been secretly cleared and they're and they're doing this. That that's like I I guarantee if he's been cleared, I would have to think that would have been leaked out. Yeah, like that has to be. Yeah, I know, I know. So I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to say, oh my God, they're setting up Shane. It could be there's some proxy on the horizon. Yeah, but this feels very personal between Shane and Daniel Bryan. It could be that Shane's now like, well, now I'm going to figure out how to get Daniel Bryan out of here because that's unacceptable. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If this is leading to some sort of match at WrestleMania between Shane and a proxy for Daniel Bryan, who are the top contenders for Daniel Bryan's proxy? Jeez, I don't know. I'm assuming it's not going to be Owens. It's not going to be Zayn. Yeah, that was too easy. Yeah, that's too easy. And on top of that, during this episode, they kind of poo-pooed any allegiance yes, between. Yes. Them. Well, that's one thing is 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 Shane said Daniel Bryan. You know, you can't be going around even with the 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 idea that you're 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 showing favoritism towards anybody. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, that was kind of tied into the best for business um, bit of the conversation. Right, right. What about Nakamura? Yeah, I thought that too. I mean, Nakamura would need, he would need some reason. I mean, he was just basically Shane's proxy at this last pay-per-view. So I'm not sure. I mean, look, they can write whatever they want to write. I'm just thinking if there's, if there's like a, a, if there's an answer that makes total sense, that would be a bit outside the box, be it an NXT call-up. Or uh, a trade from Raw of some sort. Cena, their oh, family, their awful. family, and Cena's yeah. not—you know—he's not scheduled anything. True. <laughs> Shane hasn't fought Cena. I don't know if ever, but he has, definitely hasn't fought him since yeah. he came back. So Cena's a possibility. That'd their be really family, overwhelming. they could play up the total Bellas thing. I agree. I'm just trying to think of who who makes sense. I mean, Cena wouldn't make sense in that his involvement wouldn't. Take away potentially from another, you know, like top tier storyline. If if Shane McMahon goes full heel and wants to rid the WWE of Daniel Bryan, that would totally be an impetus for Cena to come back. Hey, I was there at Survivor Series too. I was, you know, <laughs> he was kind he was, of a, he was, he was there. kind of a ghost. Yeah, I mean, he his body was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was he there in spirit? Who knows? <laughs> that's that's a bit that's that's a case for truth exposed. But um, but. I mean, that kind of storyline might make sense. Yeah. You know, we haven't heard anything about it. I just thought Nakamura, given that, and this is... Uh, yeah, the Twitter stuff, sure. Well, not just that, but just uh, uh, Dana Bryan saying when he was on commentary a couple weeks ago that, mm-hmm. you know, he and Nakamura were friends, mm-hmm. he be roommates. Yeah. yeah. 
And it would be a, a good prominent spot for Nakamura yeah, if totally. he doesn't win the Rumble and if he doesn't face AJ for the title. Yeah, I mean, look, man, we saw AJ versus uh, Shane McMahon last week, last year at the Rumble. I mean, Mania. Mania, sorry. I, Nakamura could be the next logical step. I mean, they, they you know. But, uh, but I don't know. I could, I could see Cena. Cena could make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But, no, it was a very interesting, you know, Situation, they're probably going to drag it out for a long time. Yes. Well, if it's leading anything to anything at Mania, then yeah, they're going to have mm-hmm. another four and a half months. Yeah. But uh, but we'll see. It's an interesting segment. See where it goes. Interested to see a uh, heel Shane McMahon, perhaps. Yeah. All the while since we've seen that. And I think if they had any idea that Daniel Bryan would be the one to turn heel, they got to extinguish that after what happened last night. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think there's any. Either the heel turns are generally. Pretty wild swings of character, anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, the more fun ones are, anyways. Yeah. Um, I I don't see Dan. I don't see them doing any wild swings of character with Daniel Bryan because he's so over. Yeah, he is so immensely over. It would just be weird. It would be like weird. It, it's the kind of situation. It's kind of an Orton situation where if Orton tries to turn heel, I'm not sure the crowd's gonna buy that. It would depend. I I really think if he were to turn heel against AJ because AJ is so blue, maybe it could work. Yeah, if Daniel Bryan turned heel on Shane McMahon, they would side with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. You know, there's there's no doubt yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had um, good match. Usos. Yeah, this is a great yeah. match. Usos against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, non-title tag team match. Right, yeah. But it was really good. No, Even, it was a really good match. A lot of times when they cut to commercial during these matches, I feel like, I don't know if like, the rest of the earpiece goes to the talents and say, all right, just kind of kill time, essentially. Mm. But that didn't happen during this Yeah, time. right, right, right. They yeah. kept the pace up, the action up the entire time, even mm-hmm. when half the match you could only see in a a, a, a picture screen, you know, like a, a quarter size even yeah. on your TV. Yeah. It was really solid, really good back and forth. The Usos have been delivering in the ring for for uh, quite a while, since they turned heel, especially. And then it seems like Gable and Benjamin are really developing some solid chemistry. They're on the same page when it comes to their chemistry. I just feel like they need to be a bit more over if we're to expect them they can pick up all these non-title win- wins as they can, but if I'm going to expect them to be legitimate contenders for the title, I just feel like they need to be more over. But I, I feel like Gable's kind of getting over with his, especially yeah, those, with his wrestling. Well, uh, those German suplexes yeah, have been doing lately. Yeah, People on fantastic. Twitter were, were getting all sorts of uh, accolades mm, yeah, because yeah. of his performance at Clash of Champions. He was busting out those, those like... Well, they roll through German suplexes all over the place. Yeah, those it still looks like these drop people right on their heads. It looks I painful. know, I know. They look, I know. Looks like it hurts. Um, but anyways, Gable and Benjamin, they did go over. They they won with their finisher. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. Uh. Yeah. Next up, we had uh, Charlotte promo. She comes out and uh, she puts her two cents in for the women's rumble. Talks about it being a history-making moment. Um. Naomi comes down and declares. She is in Rumble. And she says, when I win the Rumble, mm-hmm. it'll be you and me, Charlotte, mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. But it was all done very, it wasn't like there was antagonism between yeah, them. Yeah, no. Very friendly. Yeah, very friendly. Out comes Riot Squad. Correct. Um, uh, Naomi says, you know, you don't know, you're not going to be in the Rumble because you don't, you, you, essentially you're not like equipped as a faction to be in the Rumble. The it's Rumble every is woman for every themselves. woman for themselves. And she challenges two members of Riot Squad to take on herself and Charlotte. Yes. So it ended up being uh, Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot. Yeah. yeah. And Naomi pinned Sarah Logan after rear view. Yeah, she was. Uh, Sarah Logan was a bit distracted by some shenanigans on the outside. It, and she turns around and gets what, the What does this tell face. us about how WB views 
Absolution versus Riot Squad. It's a 180 degree difference. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't be any different than that. They don't even they didn't even let Ruby Riot say anything tonight. No, or last night. No. Yeah, that's a bummer. I kind of like I kind of feel like Ruby Riot is drowning in the Riot Squad at this point because they haven't really made her for the last two weeks anything special to separate her from what should be kind of her henchmen. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, Sarah Logan's a really good wrestler, not great on the mic. Liv Morgan's okay on the mic. She looks, she has a unique look. Um, but Ruby Riot, I think, is special, and they haven't really made her special. No. So maybe after, maybe once this women's rubble thing is all settled, she'll have a more prominent spot. Yeah. Because she's a good wrestler. She's, yeah, she's a really, really good, good promo. She yeah. has a really great look. Yeah, yeah she's got all the tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, New Day was backstage. They were shoving pancakes. Into the mouths of low-level writers, well, they're production also, people, uh, dressed up yeah. in uh, Christmas costumes. Mm-hmm, yeah, Kofi was a gingerbread man. Yeah, um, Xavier Woods was a reindeer. Yeah, and uh, Big E was an elf. Yeah, it was great that they would shove pancakes in people's, and there was like varying degrees of acceptance by those people taking pancakes to yeah. the mouths. Like one guy was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. away." Another guy was like, Ugh, "That was gross." <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd be like, "Yeah, put that in my oh, mouth, pancakes dude." Are me? Yeah. Any excuse I have to have a pancake on Yeah, house. exactly. <laughs> Whether it's being shoved in my face or not, I'll tell you. Um, and they were they were uh, hyping their uh, new Christmas shirt. Yes. Yeah. Um, they were interrupted by uh, Rusev and Aiden English. Santa Rusev and Rusev Snowman. Was. Yeah, and Snowman Aiden English. I was immediately in love. I thought it was yeah. amazing. It was great. It was fantastic. Uh, Rusev more or less said, you know, who wants that New Day shirt where you can buy a happy Rusev Day shirt? Exactly. The crowd popped. Yeah. They cr- they popped for that. He took a pancake, threw it on the ground, well, and put it in his mouth briefly, spit it out, and stomped on it. That's right. That was awesome. And at which point, Big E says, you want to fight? <laughs> We're going to have a fight. I think he said, gave him a sucker. <laughs> oh, you can't do that, sucker. <laughs> That was great. Oh, yeah, I love them all. I love them all. Oh, Rusev they're all great. Rusev is so over. And I love, I was just watching that match, and it, it happened later. I was watching that match, and I was looking at Aiden English, and I'm like, you know what? I love Aiden English. Thank God that dude found something else to do. They found something else for him after that horrible vaudevillain old, old-timey gimmick. vaudevillain crap. I know. So good for him. He's, and he seems to be into it. And he just looks like a heel. I know. I mean, he always did. He just looks like a heel, though. He's, like, balding. and he's, But he's, like, old-timey ripped. Yeah. But very slender. Yeah, slender and, like, pale. But he has... he. I mean, the villain thing really fit him and Simon Gottschall. Their faces are so old-school yeah, villain. They are. They you are. know? They, they really are. Anyways. Uh, next, we had, um, yeah, we had uh, Dolph Ziggler's United States Championship celebration. This was an interesting segment. Yeah, this was, this was, we can speculate all day about where this is going. Yeah. Again, again, we're asking on the show about when the Natalia thing happened at Clash. Yeah. A heel's retirement. What does yeah. it look like? Yeah. And a couple people pointed out, yeah. JBL. JBL and then uh, Eve Torres. Oh, did she, mention did that? she yeah, have yeah, a heel? Okay, and then yeah. they did this really bad one with Lita, mm-hmm. where Crime Time came out and like I don't know, shamed her in some manner. It was, it was bad. It was like, yeah, I I don't think you were watching at the time. I don't even think I was watching at the time. But then I went back and saw, it and I was like, oh my god, it was like super disrespectful. Um, but uh, so there have there have been some. They just you know they're they are heel retirements. They're not like. I'm a bad guy, but I'm being sincere right now. Yeah. They were just, you know, JBL's was great. 
JBLs was great. Um, but let's talk about what Dolph uh, had to say last night. So he comes to the ring in a suit. Um, he looked great. I thought he looked great, too. Yeah, he he looked a little different than usual. Yeah. Um, Karen, the U.S. pilot, comes out and he starts, uh, you know, singing his own praises about mm-hmm. how no one's better than him. And he starts to recount his previous title wins. Yeah, they show says, clips. Yeah, yeah show clips of his previous title wins, winning the Intercontinental title, U.S. title, uh, winning money in the bank, cashing it in on Del Rio. Um, and he comes back to him and he says, you're not worthy of my presence. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he says, I'm going to, you want something to rem- remember me by? Mm-hmm. So he just lays down the U.S. title in the middle of the ring, drops the mic and just walks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so ever since then, there's been all sorts of speculation, whether it was a, a retirement or alluding to retirement, or he's vacating the title. Yeah. Or a number of other things. Yeah. So this is, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's, do, once again, they did the, you know, they played his music and then it cut out. So it's, I guess he's coming kind of back around to that thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's what he was talking about during his thing, and nobody's better than me. Um,. I don't. Know, I thought it'd been cool if Carmella cashed in. As he walked away, Carmella cashed in and just became U.S. champion because of the countout. Yeah, <laughs> all she had to do was grab the belt. I know exactly. Yeah. Been good, um, but uh, I liked it. I thought it was. You know, leaves me wondering what are they going to do next week, and that's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. He comes out. He you know he cuts a promo, and then Baron comes out. Hey, I want my me. I know. I know. I kind of like that Baron wasn't on the show last night. Yeah, I know. Me too. It gives him a, a pause. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Everybody was. If it gets everybody talking, it's a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Well done. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Speculate tournament, new U.S. champion. No, it's going to be Dolph still. Yeah, he'll come out next week. He'll he'll be he'll have trolled us. What if he finds new ways to allude to retirement every week? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like he, like next week he says, uh, "You want something to remember me by?" Brings out his contract and just rips it up. There you go. Yeah, exactly. But there then, you go. know, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he comes out and find it. What if he comes out? Ooh. What if he comes out in a Bullet Club hoodie? Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> or at least a New Japan shirt. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That would be something else. What if he comes out and says, I have a pro wrestling tea shop now? Go. What's his real name? Nemeth something? Nick? Nick, Nick Nemeth. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Nick Nemeth 22. <laughs> Um, so yeah, who knows? But yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Next, Daniel Bryan's backstage on the phone. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come in to his office. Try to buddy up, buddy up with him. Presents him with a bottle of champagne, and they thank him for uh, his assistance, whether mm-hmm. he actually did it to assist them or not. Uh, at Clash of Champions, because thanks to Daniel Bryan, they still have jobs. Yeah. Daniel Bryan says, "I don't drink." Gives yeah. the champagne back, and he pretty much said to them, "You better wipe those smiles off your faces." Yeah. So he's like making it clear that he has no allegiance to them. Exactly. He just wants SmackDown to be a land of opportunity. I don't drink. I am straight edge. Next, New Day versus Rusev in English in a tag match. Match of the year candidate. It was a lot of fun. Look, man, there's Omega Okada, and then there's Rusev, Aiden English in this Christmas pancake epic. And then there was Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate at NXT TakeOver <laughs> Chicago. That's the three, yeah. Uh, massive Rusev Day chance. Oh, man. Match. People are all into this. Um, and he's, he's in there. Oh, yeah. He's oh, so good. it up. It's he looks so good. great. He's fantastic. He's letting his hair grow out a little bit. He looks weird. Oh, it's awesome. It's so great. There's that great bit. Of course, they have to tease the pancake whipped cream with they a put, single cherry on with top. With a single cherry on top. They put it on the announce table. Aiden English sets it up with the whipped cream. Um, and, of course, 
at that point, we get how many, like, three different teases of one of the New Day about to go into Xavier Woods, and then uh, Kofi, Kofi does the trust fall off the top yeah, of the Yeah, which Rusev. is fair. Like, dude, he did it before Rusev had even turned around. Yeah. 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 Um, and then after that, yeah. And then Aiden English got it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. It was a ton of fun. The, the underwear spot where they pulled the underwear out of the bag. Did Aiden English actually throw that into the crowd? I don't know. It's so gross. They teased it. Both Rusev and him yeah. teased it. I couldn't tell. Cause he looked like he threw it, but I don't know if he actually threw it into the crowd. No, I don't know. He threw it out of the ring. I do like that uh, when, uh, I think it was Xavier Woods got the pin on Aiden English. Um, yeah, after the top rope elbow. And he like got he had some pancake in his mouth, and he started to spit it out onto Aiden English's face. Yeah. Aiden English's face. That was gnarly. That was maybe a little over the line. That kept it from being six and a quarter stars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just six stars? Yeah, just six stars. A uh, brief little bit backstage with uh, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Nakamura just kind of talking backstage. There was no just commentary talking over it. Mm-hmm, they were all yeah. just kind of visiting, yeah. catching up. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, saying what they're going to do for Christmas, that kind of stuff. I'm yeah, sure. man, I really wanted a mic on that. I want to know if they were, uh, somebody on Twitter suggested maybe they're trading recipes. Could be. Ooh, that's a good idea. Various for Christmas holiday. Items. Yes, for holiday. Who's got, who's, get, who's got the best recipe for nog? And then, you know, Orton's like, I don't drink eggnog. Yeah. It disrupts my belly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they were talking about donut shops. Could be. I feel like Nakamura is like big into donut no, shops. No, he's not. No? Don't you remember Brian? Uh, Daniel Bryan introduced him to donuts. That's right. And and Nakamura is not a, a fan of sweets. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't know that last part. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer. At least he wasn't back on the early aughts. Maybe it's changed. Yeah, maybe he's come around to it. Could be. He says, I'll take the thing, the sprinkles for the Christmas. Well, is that for the Christmas? Yeah, it's got the, well, it's got white frosting like snow and then red and green. Sprinkles. For the Christmas. For the Christmas. Yeah. Um... Next up, we have the main event, Randy Orton versus uh, and Nakamura and Styles versus Mahal, Owens, and Zayn. Uh, Randy Orton looked like he was actually having some fun in this match. I got to say that pretty much everybody on the show looked like they were having fun. Yeah, I know, I know. I like Everybody that. was very loose. Yeah. But yes, Orton especially. Seemed like they're like, hey, fun. guess who doesn't have to work on Christmas? These probably guys. Randy Orton. These guys. Well, I don't think he's going to have to work the day after Christmas either. Uh, yeah, probably not. I think Randy Orton's got a new sense of confidence with his hair. It's like John Lovitz in the, in the episode of Seinfeld <laughs> where they got yeah. him the toupee. Yeah. And now he's like super confident. <laughs> didn't, didn't he get that toupee by telling people he had cancer? Yeah, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't have cancer. <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. Um, it's funny. When you describe certain Seinfeld plots, it sounds so bad. Oh, yeah. But they, they did it so perfectly. I know. They executed it so perfectly. Um, anyways, the Thing Brothers were out there, too, so it was essentially five on three. Yeah, it was a fun match. Yeah, it was good. It went to the outside, a lot of brawling early. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Orton was in the, the match, a lot of it. Yeah, he was on it. He was in it a bunch. Yeah, taking some uh, some uh, some lumps Yeah, from Mahal, Owens, and Zayn. I get the feeling, so Orton was like super cheerleading uh, Styles and Nakamura. That was like the great finish when Styles comes off with a phenomenal forearm, and Orton like gives, a little push, gives yeah. him a, a push. And then both Styles and Nakamura take the the oh, yeah. turnbuckles. And Orton comes up behind both of them really awkwardly pats him <laughs> on the back. Yeah, and he's like he's like doing this stuff, but it seemed genuine. Yeah, I wonder if he would just much rather be putting over those guys as like a really good heel. Well, we've heard AJ say that he wants to get in a program with Orton. Yeah, I think Orton said he wouldn't mind getting to a program with Nakamura. Yeah, that would probably be tons of fun for him. Turn him heel. I know. Turn him heel. I know. Anyways, so uh, the finish saw uh, Nakamura setting up for a Kinshasa on Zane. Singh Brothers hop on the apron, hit him. Chioda tosses him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orton comes in, 
RKO's Mahal. Mm-hmm. Singh brothers run back towards the ring. Yeah. In clear defiance of Mike Chioda's directive. Yeah, man. Um, Orton hits double a double draping DDT on both the Singh brothers. Yeah, I, lo- I love those guys, man, because they don't. They do not. They don't make Orton do anything. They like put their heads in between his arms right here. They just do. All right, we're ready to go. Let's do it. Um, and you mentioned the phenomenal forearm spot onto Owens, and yeah. then Nakamura ends up hitting Kinshasa on Zayn, gets the pin, mm-hmm. faces celebrate. Yeah. Did you see AJ try to do the Nakamura pose against the ropes? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah Dang yeah. it. Oh, that's, that's funny. pretty funny. That's good. Dang it. I got It was like they thought the cameras were already off. Right. Two and a half minutes of show left. So they started doing stuff they would normally do at like house shows. I think a little chunk of salad came from my teeth and went back into my throat back there. That sounds gross and uncomfortable. It is both those things. I don't have any mail that I haven't gone in the mailbox. Um Yeah, no, it was like you said, it was a fun show. It was just uh, not a lot going on there. No, maybe they're just sort of waiting until after Christmas. Yeah, that could be because you know, we both kind of expected Mahal to be out of the title picture. Yet he was still involved, but he didn't play like a significant. Well, he's not going to sink like a rock. No, he'll have a he'll have a, a good upper mid card. I hope so. Spell for next a time, couple of, months at least. Next time there's a face U.S. champion. Here's my prediction on Mahal. He'll be in the final five of, of the, the Rumble. Rumble. Could be. He'll be in the final five. Might not be in the final four. He's going to be in the final five. I'll say final eight. No, right. six. <laughs> okay. Six. <laughs> like eight. That's like, you know, almost a third of the Yeah. Of the pack. Six. All right. Final six it is. You want to take some questions? Yeah, I'll do some questions. Let me load up some questions here. I must do the same. Posts. Uh, Eddie Jose Menavar, Power Rank, what other costumes? Rusev could have pulled off last night oh man um well mrs claus would have been good um well aiden was a snowman yeah oh uh the krampus the uh, uh abominable snowman oh there you go that one, good one christmas special. oh yeah, yeah i know who you're talking about yeah um a yeti that's what i should say a yeti. You say yeah the yeti not the yeti a WCW. Yeti. Yeah. A-Yeti. A-Yeti. Wasn't the Yeti in WCW a mummy? Yeah. That's weird. Doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. What other uh, Christmas-themed? Krampus is good. That's good. Yeah, Krampus. Um, he could have been... I'm trying to think of iconic characters in Christmas movie history. Someone could have been a Grinch. Like, oh, Grinch! Yeah, Grinch is a good one. Aiden English, I feel, would make a really yes. good Grinch. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Nice. Um, Shoney's Karaoke Night DJ. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's pretty long Long-time Patreon, first-time question. Thank you for your support. Thank you. If Dolph's segment was legit, power rank, pa 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 power rank, what promotion he fits in outside of WWE? Let's say he was gone. He, like, he took off. He gives them, he says, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, or Defiant. Oh, Defiant, that's interesting. I'm going to say Impact 1. Yeah, I feel like Impact. And then probably Defiant 2. Man, but he makes so much in the WWE. I know. Impact is getting rid of like all their huge contracts. Big I know. guaranteed salaries, yeah. Three Ring of Honor. They can just take all the money they're giving Alberto and give it to Dolph. Yeah, that's that would be a wise business move. Four New Japan. 
five PWG. Yeah, I think like number one would actually just be, uh, you know, stand up comedian, actor, bit player in Amy Schumer movies. Yes, weren't they an item one? Yeah, yeah. Tommy T. Hey, friendos. My question is, do you think if uh, Dolph sticks around, he could benefit from doing a U.S. Open challenge, even if it only lasts a few weeks? I personally just feel a few weeks of him barely getting wins after good matches could elevate him and the title. If nothing else, would give him something to do. Yeah, no, I love. Look, I'm always down for a good open challenge. Yeah, me too. Um, I open challenge is more of a face thing, though. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's more of a face thing, um, and squeaking out wins is more of a face thing. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't. He didn't really cheat. He just took advantage. Yeah. In his win, so I don't know. I'm. I'm I, look, man. I want Dolph to do well. I was. Yes. I was actually happy when he won the U.S. title. So the Nightcrawler. Hey guys, I'm a longtime fan. My question is, what is the going in raw equivalent of 10 for the wins, your spine? Hey. Yeah, that's what uh, Thayer Thabata says. Is there something that predates that, though, that has stuck around? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, your spine was, like, literally in the first episode. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. did. Um, I'm trying to think back to, like, the Dan days of doing going in raw. If we had something that we did. I mean, we had the Adam Rose segment, mm-hmm. but that hasn't really had any longevity. I mean, every even like years after we had done that first episode, people, a bunch of people were still saying, you're spying yeah, on me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the closest thing we have now is, hey, hey you're, not you're not me. But I can't think of anything we did years ago that has stuck around the same way as your spine. We're coming up on that being eight years ago. I know. Wow, that was too long ago. Eight years in February. Yeah. Um, uh, Ty Dingleberry, hey friendos, newly revived patron here. Now that Patreon changed their policy, you guys keep saying that the iconic duo should go to SmackDown, but with the women's division already being so heel heavy, do you guys think they have to be faces to make it work? Um, it could make sense after the rivalry with Ruby. Well, number Thanks. one, thank you for coming back. Yes, um, and thank you to Patreon for reversing their yes ill-advised yes fee structure. Uh, with the women's division already... Well, here's... Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not sure how much longer the Riot Squad are going to be actually heels. Or a faction. Or a faction after, let's say, the Rumble. Yeah. So, I think the iconic duo could be... Number one, I mean, the iconic duo at this point are kind of tweeners anyway. Yeah, they kind of transcend heel face. And, and they could definitely do that on main. It might take some time because... They benefit from the NXT crowd knowing of their chemistry. Yeah. And knowing of their relationship, and that won't necessarily be the case on Maine. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of have a, a clean slate on Maine. I think more so than, like, a lot of people. Like, I was actually, I was legitimately surprised they had Bobby Roode come in as a face. Mm-hmm. That was weird. That is weird. I mean, because it was just like a, what? It was a, two nights after he lost the NXT title. Mm-hmm. As a heel. Yeah. With no explanation why he had such a sudden change. I know. Um, second, I li- oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I like this. I like this one here. Uh, from Jose GGR. Powering best hands and arm gestures of all time. He gives some examples. Hulk Hogan's ear wave. Macho Man's finger spin. Too sweet. Suck it. And Daniel Bryan's yes. And no. Stone Cold, whatever this was. Yeah, that was good. That thing. That was and good. of course, his middle fingers. Yeah, good too. Um, Mr. McMahon's arm swag. 
there. Or when Mr. McMahon blew up both his quads and started finger wagging yes. everybody. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, what other good? Oh, what you know what I love? Scott Hall's. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one too. He had two of them then. Yes, yeah. those are good. Yeah. Oh, you got to do Cena's. <laughs> oh, I don't have to do that. Well, I mean, you got to put it up there. Yeah, I know, in terms I know, of longevity, know, that's got to be up there. Did The Rock have any funny uh, finger or Mine hand gestures? He said people's the eyebrow. eyebrow. Yeah, that's right. Although he would do. Yeah, he did that. Oh, that's kind of cheesy. Doing this. Oh, I like that because while well, you're looking between his hands and this is his, his pecker. <laughs> I still know how they could let him get away with that. He literally like goes down like where his dingus is and goes, God! Yeah, I know. It was great, though. <clears throat> Second City Champion A.O. Worms. Do you hey, think ooh. it'll be SmackDown Superstars to win both Rumbles? Yeah, Orton's winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what reports are saying that he's skipping out on doing shows in February <laughs> and March. He's winning that Rumble. We're sticking by our prediction that Orton's <laughs> winning that Rumble yeah. and AJ at Mania because... It's going to happen. Wait a second. Who do we say is going to win the uh, the women's round? Oh, we haven't made a prediction yet. He's just asking if you think it could be SmackDown. Oh, uh, I mean, unless it's, it's going to be Oscar. Unless they bring in Ronda Rousey, it's going to be Oscar. Mm-hmm. That'd be really weird if Ronda Rousey came in. That'd just be weird. Yeah, I know. I don't know how it, what I think about that. I mean, it's, it, it's, it'd be a good splash for her. Yeah, sure. A good debut. Obviously, she wins the Rumble and faces a champion. Mm-hmm, yeah. But at the same time, you have Oscar there. I know who is going to be women's champion at some point. It seems like if you really want to build her up as a dominant force, I know. have her clear out that rumble. I know, I know, I know. It's a story that writes no, itself. How many times have, have they been presented with stories that write themselves and they don't, don't do it? All the times. Yeah. Um, James the Freak Phillips, New Day and Rusev seem to be having loads of fun during their comedy match, Power Rank. Who's having the most fun in WWE? AJ Styles is up there. AJ Styles is definitely up Bruce there. Rusev and Aiden English are up there. They're up there now. It's usually the, the New Day's always up there. They always look like they're having a good time. They're always up there. It's always people who have done stuff and don't give an F. Or in Rusev's case, Rusev just looks like he has fun in general. Like I feel like Rusev thinks that there's no pressure on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is a great place to yeah. be. What about John Cena? <laughs> I don't know. I'm coming back around to him thinking that it might just be a chore. I think it, it, it goes back and forth. Yeah, I think it does. Like yeah, Survivor Series felt like a chore. Right, that, and that was last time we saw yeah, him. But then his program with Reigns, it seemed like he was having fun with that. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Whenever I think, whenever Cena is doing something that I think he thinks is important, like, hey, let's put Reigns through the ringer and see how this kid responds. Yeah, that kind of stuff. put him over, yeah. Right. I think that he has fun. He seemed to have fun during his match with Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, yeah, when they just bring him in for Survivor Series. With no build. No build. To play cheerleader, essentially. Yeah. Um, Broken Steve. Am I the only one who doesn't buy Shane McMahon's character anymore as being legitimate? It appears like now that this feud is seemingly over for now that he just doesn't care. It's not over. Is this all to get Daniel Bryan back in the ring? It kind of. I just feel like this is the beginning of Act 2 for this feud. So yeah, it's far from over. I don't know. I think that I think that we're about to see a pretty big turn in the character of Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. I feel like they're kind of doing a, a moderate slow burn on this, which yeah. is the right way to to handle it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, Leviathan Bunny. Hey, friendos. Rusev Day is getting massive amounts of traction right now. I truly hope Rusev and English go on to become the tag champs. 
My question is, what are the percentages on how WWE will handle Rusev this time around? I say that there's a 30% chance that Rusev and English will become the tag champs after the transitional champs, Shelton and Gable. 65% chance things go nowhere and the current hype goes down and 5% chance they will become the next champs defeating the Usos. Um, I kind of hope they take their time with Rusev and English. Yeah. Because it worked for the New Day. I'm going to say... They took their time with the New Day. And then by the time they started putting the tag titles on them, it was to the moon, you know? They just yeah enormously popular. I'm going to go in a direction that I don't want to go, but I think that the road that you need to follow for them is the fashion police. Yeah, that's my worry. That's my worry. They're they see gonna, strictly as a comedy they're act. They're not going to see gold. A mid-card comedy act. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Abada, CM Punk finds insulting. What the hell do you think is the end joke with New Day's pancakes? Power rank, what you think it is? Oh, pop, 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 power rank. I think, I don't know, I feel like maybe when they go on the road, one of them eats an abnormal amount of pancakes. I don't want to say it's Big E. I kind of feel like that might be the end joke. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think it could be? Where, what, what's the genesis of their maybe, pancake thing? Here's, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bootios was a thing for a of while. Of course, yeah, sure. Maybe the Bootios uh, sales have tapered off. Oh, sure. So they're trying to find, because we're talking about ha- mm-hmm. uh, putting up a, a pancake mix. Yeah, powder. So maybe they all just really enjoy breakfast. And they, they, so they thought, okay, you know, the cereal, it's on the wane. Mm-hmm. What's another breakfast food that we could we can incorporate and capitalize on yeah. pancakes. Everybody loves pancakes. Well, not just not just that it's a breakfast cereal, that it's a breakfast food. Oh, it could be more than that too. You can have it for dinner. But oh, dude, you can have pancakes whenever. That's amazing. Um, they could be the evidently they could be a side or a main dish. Exactly. Um, versatile. But no, here's the thing about pancakes. Also, is that they're it's a very silly name and it's kind of a silly food product. It is because it's it's delicious. It can kind of be a dessert also, but it's also weird for breakfast. It's like kind of a bread, a flat bread thing. <laughs> right, exactly. But not bread. And I think I think there's some people out there who have actually used it as, a, as innuendo for I think butts. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I think it just it makes sense. All the like pancakes is one of the funnier food items. Yeah, it's got a funny name. Oh, isn't name. that what Biggie said? Something like, "You just fl- you just flap the wrong jack or jack the wrong flap." Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Sucker, Karen, you're not me, Borman. Hey, hey. friendos, what is your favorite wrestling T-shirt from your own collections? Thanks. I might be wearing my new favorite. Ooh, oh, yeah. I've popped your collar, but it doesn't do that anymore. You can't really pop it anymore. This is a really comfy shirt. It looks good. At this point right now, it might be my Elias shirt. Because it's comfy. It's oddly comfy because, like, I don't expect that version of their shirt to be comfy, but it is. Is it still kind of the, the, the coarser cotton? Yeah, but it's thinner than it used to be. Oh, does it just fit well, too? It fits really well. A lot well. of WWE shirts, their their standard shirts fit kind of weird. Yeah, I know, but like it's a, it's a thinner oh, one, good. but it's not like soft, but it's soft enough. Um, so my, and then it, the image is great. Yeah, it's a good shirt. It's, well, it's a really good shirt. Might be my Elias one right now. Uh, let's see. Hamza the Halal. I'm not 100 sure how to word this, but what are some of the red flags you guys look for? When you guys look for a wrestling story for Dirt Sheet or Going in Raw Daily. Where it's coming from? Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. Is it is it something that's just spec that's that's speculation that's being put forth as news? Yeah, clickbaited basically into news. Yeah. 
you know, like uh, the whole the whole thing about Oscar uh, using the arm bar now as opposed to the oh about her facing Ronda Rousey, but yeah, exactly the whole Caitlyn as Sister Abigail thing. Oh God, that was yeah. Or there's been a number of times where Meltzer will make it just like an offhand speculative that comment. people will just run with. Yeah, and then it'll suddenly become yeah. back in news. Yeah, and he'll go to Twitter like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah, and even sometimes like with Meltzer with you know. He'll, I know recently, I forget what it was, it might have been Balor, but it might not have been Balor, I don't know. He said something like, um, well, I just know how Vince thinks. Yeah. And it's like, well, so you have no concrete, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Speculation. And, and hey, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's well-informed, it's educated speculation. You know, he's been around for a long time, he, you know, he's had, he's had talks with Vince before, like, you know, he's no stranger to them. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, that does, that's not. Hard. It's not, it's not it's rock not, hard. Not, there's nothing factual about it. Right, it's exactly. speculation. Yeah. Uh, Karen, what is your stance on everyone declaring themselves for the Rumble via promo or social media? Does it just detract, sorry, from the surprise of seeing who runs in when the buzzer hits? Power rank five NXT men and women you'd like to see in the Rumble or save this half for the question for 205 Live NXT recap. We'll do it now. Yeah, we'll do it now. Okay, um, so five NXT men and five NXT women. Well, hold on a second. Uh, first of all, what is your stance on everyone declaring themselves for the Rumble? Well, I don't mind it on, for the most part. Here's when I like it, and here's when I dislike it. I love it when it's Elias Sampson, who a year ago we could have said, man, he might wash out. The first person to declare for the Royal Rumble this year is Elias, mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah. Um, so I like it in certain circumstances. I love surprise entrance. Oh, me too. You but know, you can't have them all be surprise entrants. You know, exa- exactly. So you, you got to have a mix. You got to have a mix. Yeah, so you got to so say to get twenty people who declare be- beforehand, then twenty open spots. Yeah, exactly. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Are they gonna do forty again? No, I think it's thirty. Okay, so twenty and ten. That's what I said, didn't I? You said twenty and twenty. Sorry, I meant twenty and ten. It's okay. Um, and then so five. NXT men, five NXT women who could be surprise entrants. Who do you want to see the most, regardless of uh, well, the word hurt? I would say Drew McIntyre, but he's hurt, so we have to take him out of the equation. I would say this. Adam Cole. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I want to see Alistair Black. Oh yeah, I want to see Alistair. He can be eliminated. Well, here's the thing: is is this a call up or is this just mm. a or being a participant strictly. Shows up. One thing, hey, what, let me ask you this. Demo is, uh, oh, yeah, that'd be good. Is, but he was in the Andre the Giant. Andre Andre Andre, yeah. Is Ty going to take the number 10 spot? Oh, well, he should. No, that should be a thing. No, yeah, should. it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Every year. You're never on 10. TV. Why should he be in the Rumble? Well, give him a spot in the Rumble at 10. <clears throat> no, it's just man. one spot. No, man. There's only 30. 30 is a lot, man. So much, so much talent. Um... So you say you're not sure you want to see Rousey in the Rumble. I do because it's good for our business. It's best for business. Well, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her in it. I don't know how I feel about her winning it. Yeah, I know. Me too. But yeah. if she's in it, it she's probably going to win. She's probably going to win it. But the silly thing is you can't win. Like, her thing should be the arm bar. Not throwing people out. No, she I know. come in and immediately be dominant wrestler. No, I agree. Uh, All right. Uh, NXT women. Ember Moon. Iconic duo. Oh, for me, it's Peyton Royce, number one. Nikki I, re- Cross. I really want to see that, especially after their little interchange with Billy Kay going yeah. to that last yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, Bianca Belair. 
Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Who else in NXT in the men's division? Damo. Who'd you say? I'll, I'll take Black. I'll take Damo out of it because he was already in the under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, uh, oh, oh, Lars Sullivan. Oh, that'd be great. Let's say Gargano. Uh, oh no. What about uh, uh, El Idolo? I don't think they have the champ in there just for him to get eliminated though. Oh, that's a good point. Oh no. Oh yeah, no. That 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 oh, might no. that might be my number one. Oh no, go in there. Of everybody, drop a few elbows, <clears throat> knock a couple people out. Of and then. everything, it's Ono's number one. Mm-hmm. I need that man to have his main roster moment. Me too. I need that to happen, even if it's just like you said, a couple elbows. He elbows a couple people out. He does some cool move, or somebody tries to eliminate him, and he does some oddly athletic thing for being kind of a hoss. Kind of does, does the flip over yeah, the exactly. apron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. It's got to be him. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. One more question. We're going to do trivia. All right. Pick last question, Steve. Okay. Um, okay. Hold on a second. What is this? Come on. No, I'm trying to. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like this idea. The diddly doodler. What do you guys think of a money in the bank cash in, but with the stipulation? I like it. Somebody cashes in and they say, not only am I cashing in, hey, hey. I'm making this no DQ. That's a question. That's a question. Barry. I'm making this first blood match. It's another question. Barry. For us championship. Are you declaring? You're only going for the United States championship? That's not how money in the bank works. Barry. You can do it for the WWE championship. Hey, you know? man, you're hey. not me. Let me make decisions. I want to be us champion again. I quit match. <laughs> I quit match. <laughs> it's like the toughest one to do. All the guy has to do is not say I quit. But I have bear hug. <laughs> I have Baron hug. All right. Uh, attitude error first. Attitude error first. Time for some trivia. Are you ready? Yeah. Big event. Yes. What tag team reunited to face three members of Evolution in a handicap match at WrestleMania 20? Um... Three members of Evolution? What tag team reunited to face three members of Evolution? Mm. WrestleMania 20. WrestleMania 20. Crap, why do I not know this? I was at 21, you know. I know. One tag team reunited. This is one before that. It's three people? No, it's two people. Two people took on three people at Evolution? Yes. Um, Was it a... What's her face? No, that doesn't make any sense. Who's reuniting? I know this is probably obvious as freaking crap. I need an answer, please. Oh. Was the Legion of Doom guy still alive? It was Legion of Doom. Rock and Stock Connection. Oh, I was going to... Okay. I knew that. Sure. I didn't know it wasn't that. wasn't your answer, though. <laughs> wasn't. Oh, man. I'm not feeling chat today. Which trivia? <laughs> I, I prefer yeah trivia today. I was called chat trivia. I, I prefer play per view. Uh, which McMahon was in the Big Show's corner for the WrestleMania you went to WrestleMania 2000? Um, Shane. Yeah, I would have said Linda. Who's corner? Oh, Linda was man- mankind's corner. Okay. corner. Yeah. Go ahead. Championships. Who became the last undisputed champion in history when he beat The Rock for the title at SummerSlam 2002? Uh, the last undisputed champion? Yeah. Oh, Brock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Championships. 
who at the age of 76 won the WWE Women's Championship at No Mercy 99. May Young. Uh, fabulous Moolah. Oh, darn it. Kind of interesting that uh, Stephanie mentioned her name. Yeah, I know. Right? I was surprised, too. Yeah. Uh, Superstar Bio. What former Olympian made his WWE debut at Survivor Series 99, defeating Sean Stasiak? Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was against Stasiak, though. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Superstar Bio. What WWE commissioner forced Shawn Michaels to defend the European Championship against Triple H on a December 1990? Oh, Sergeant Slaughter. You maggot. Yeah. Who did... Oh, we're on the modern era. Who did Stone Cold Steve Austin defeat in a beer drinking contest at the relaunch Saturday Night's main event in March 2006? Who did he beat in a beer drinking contest? Yeah. At the relaunch what? Saturday Night's main event. Oh. March 2006. Eric Bischoff. JBL. <laughs> oh, oh, that was probably good. Big events. What superstar was in Michael Cole's corner for his match with Jerry the King Lawler at Mania 27? Oh, it's Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the last-minute substitute for Jeff Hardy at the Triple Threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship at Survivor Series 2009? You kind of got a tough card here. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Rey Mysterio? Edge. Oh, neat thing. Neat things. Championships. Who was the Cruiserweight champion when the title was retired in 2008? Matt Hardy. Hornswoggle. Oh. Superstar Bio. What former manager served as ECW general manager from August 2007 through June 2008? 2007 to 2008. Yeah. ECW general manager. ECW general manager. He was a former, he was a, and he used to be a manager. Mm-hmm. I don't expect you to get this. Hmm. Vicky Guerrero. Armando Alejandro <laughs> Estrada. What? God, it was just a dumping ground. What was the one word name for the pairing of Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella during the summer of 2008? Gosh, I know this. Is, I'm drawing a blank on it. I mean, you have two. I have three, so I'm going to win anyways. Glam... Tino? Glamorella. Ah! <laughs> Boy! I sucked a big one on that. I get one card. What's it going to be? That was terrible. I don't know. Who you get? Deborah. Deborah. Damn it, Deborah. What? Anyways. That's the show for today. Thank you, everybody. That is the show. Yes, man, that was crap at trivia today. That was very. Anyways, good. Hilton, can we get some music, please? There you go. Hilton knows how to use that music button. That's it for the show. Until next time, everybody. We'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye, Hilton. Out titled.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.